Cole Berry here with my man Brett Strauss coming at you with the KC Kingdom podcast, bringing you all the news and notes around Kansas City sports. Welcome in, everybody. We got uh, today. We're going to be talking about. We're going to go over the Lions game. Uh, our thoughts on that. Look over to the primetime showdown with the Colts coming up. First, just like to say that we are on all podcast platforms right now: Spreaker, Apple, Google, anywhere you get your podcast, you can you can listen to us at the Casey Kingdom Podcast. Um, we're going to start off this week uh, with just a little around Kansas City sports from my man Brett. Sure. Uh, let's start with the Royals. The Royals just finished their season with a record of 59-103, and 103, making that back-to-back 100-loss seasons for the ball club. Jorge Soler was one of the lone bright spots for Royals this season, hitting 48 home runs and leading the American League in that category. He also set the record for home runs by a Cuban-born player and is the first Royal to lead the AL in long balls. Going forward, the Royals will have to shift their focus to finding a new manager after the retirement of Ned Yost. Names like Mike Bethini and recently available Joe Madden have been brought up, among others, and likely candidates to land the job. In the college football world, KU suffered a blowout loss to TCU by a final score of 51-14. That wasn't the only bad news for the Jayhawks as team-leading rusher Khalil Herbert missed a game due to personal reasons. It appears Herbert has played his last game for Kansas and he is expected to try to redshirt and transfer elsewhere for his senior season. Sticking with college football, Mizzou had the week off but as an easy home matchup against Troy this weekend, expect Mizzou to move 4-1, barring a monumental upset by the Trojans at Furrow Field. The game is set to kick off at 3 p.m. The Kansas men's basketball team is still in the early stages of allegations being levied against the program. No new information has surfaced, but we will keep the updating the situation as it unfolds. Any potential penalties aren't expected to affect the Jayhawks this season, however, as the NCAA generally takes a while to get through the appeals process. Mizzou men's basketball is awaiting the decision of Caleb Love. Love is a five-star prospect from Missouri and is the state's top-rated recruit. Love is set to make his decision at 7 p.m. on the 1st, deciding between the Tigers and the UNC Tar Heels. Love is the number 21 overall-rated prospect nationwide and is expected to be leaning toward the Tar Heels as of this writing. Yeah, that would be big for Mizzou if they can snatch an in-state prospect. They haven't been able to do that in years past. Uh, moving on, we're going to go dive right into our football. We're in the thick of the NFL season. Uh, before we get started with our thoughts and notes from last week's game, we're going to look around the AFC West and see how those rivals are doing. News and notes from around the West. Yeah! All right, let's start off with those uh, Oakland Raiders. They looked the Raiders. They look good this week. They did look good. Surprisingly good. Yeah, I was. Uh, it, I think, I mean, that's just where we're going to begin with this team going forward, it looks like. Jekyll and Hyde, they have talent. Uh, Vontez Burfitt getting suspended for the year is kind of, kind of big. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Loves to hit people oh, in the head. Hard, uh, one of them John Gruden guys. What did I see? The 14th time he's been suspended this or fined? Uh, I mean, they say, you know. 14th time is, is the, the charm. charm for the league to actually do something about this guy. I don't know. It's just he's on the Raiders, so I'm going to sound biased. But when you keep doing this in the, in the era of player safety, just just get him out of the sport, man. Well, have we seen a suspension like this for on-field activity? I don't think so. I don't um, think so either. I was trying to think, and I memory. couldn't remember. And it's, it's a clear message from the league that, hey, Fontes, we're not tolerating this anymore. 
Yeah. Which I think it's a, a hit or two too late. Yeah. But well, it, maybe thirteen maybe hits too, too late. late. Uh, nah, yeah, but, but it's just it's just at this point there's no defending him because I saw people um the Patriot that hit Josh Allen and knocked him out of the game, they were comparing the hits and they're like, Well, this hit is dirtier than what Vontez just did. And there's you gotta use context. Because yeah. was that hit a little harder and maybe a little more flagrant? Maybe. But when it's a guy that's done it over and over and yeah. over times twelve, then you just you can't give him the benefit of the doubt anymore. So yeah. I, I think it was the right move by the league. I think so too. I th- they got to start setting some sort of precedent, example, yes. whatever you want to call it, because, like you said, player safety is like the thing, now, the thing in now in the NFL. And rightfully so. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. Um, the Raiders did, however, just beat the Colts in what I would consider an upset. Um, well, yeah, I would consider an upset as well. I, know, I think everyone would. I know we're down on the Colts a little since Luck retired. But they look pretty good. But they look good. Uh, Jacoby Brissett has looked more than capable. They've been relatively healthy. Uh, the running game has been great. been great. T.Y. Hilton getting not playing, and then Marlon Mack getting banged up in this game was big, though. Yeah. And it was just, it was just one of those games. You forget it, how good T.Y. is. Yeah, Until he doesn't yeah, you, play, you really and then do. they look like a different team. You're like, oh. Because he does a lot for that offense, yeah. just in, in just what he potentially could do to scare everyone else. So the Raiders, I mean, and they scored 31 points in this in this game, in which I thought, looking at that team, that's not something that they're going to be able to do very much. But they Well, did. their defense came up big. Defense came up big. They were scoring points. They were moving the ball. Uh, that's the recipe for Oakland right now is just they want to improve from last year. And so far, even if it's been inconsistent, they have, they've they've already looked better at points this year than they did at any point in the season last year. Yeah, I agree with that. Going forward, uh, we can look at the Chargers. They got some big news. Melvin Gordon's coming back, which they needed because all of their injuries. And it yeah. looks like they traded player for player because their linebacker, Ingram, is What did I hurt. see? Six projected starters are out, and then four are – just temporarily out, out or yeah, yeah so because Ingram's out now on the defensive side and he's their second best pass rusher beside Boza but he's very disruptive no Derwin James still Hunter Henry's out Russell Coombs out that's just I mean you get Gordon back but it's probably at a position that they didn't need to get a guy back in. right because Eckler Balling tearing it out. up you wouldn't know all about that oh I would what, what, fantasy, fantasy genius fantasy genius over there starting Austin Eckler every week but it's just they didn't need a running back, and that's what they got. So I don't think this is going to be a huge boost for the Chargers. I don't think I, so either. Because that's not where they need the help. I mean, obviously it's going to help a little bit. Melvin Gordon's a different type of player. Yeah. But it's not going to just dig them out of the rut. They're in. They're 2-2. Two and two. They just played the Dolphins. Keenan Allen's playing yeah. well. But overall, they've looked a little discombobulated. Denver, though, has just looked completely terrible. They stink. <laughs> yeah, they don't look They're discombobulated. Done. At least Oakland and, and the the Chargers have looked up and down. Denver's just looked down. Well, Denver's relied on a good defense that they now just don't really have. Especially with Bradley Chubb being out for the year. Now he's out for the year. Yeah, so ACL. It's, it's, it's good. I think it's when it rains, it pours. Denver has been so reluctant to just tear it down and do a full rebuild, and now it's obvious that's time. John Elway's pride. Yeah, John Elway <laughs> might be part of the tear. It might rebuild. be, I yeah. mean, it's, it's getting to the point where what has he done outside of signing Peyton Manning to a really good team? Yeah. And, I, and that and Peyton Manning, you could argue, didn't even win that Super Bowl they, for him. Yeah, you they, know, there's that that defense was dominant. It's still a good defense. Chris Harris is still probably the most underrated player in the league. That guy is just a ball. He's so good. And now there's whispers that they might move him after initial trade whispers in the off season. I think Denver might go full rebuild here, and they they need to. It's just not. Gonna oh work. yeah, they need to. Now they're in the division with Patrick Mahomes, and you can't line up your Broncos squad. And think in any way that you're close to catching Kansas City. 
You're yeah. not going to do it without tearing it down. I mean, you got to win. You got to you got to win the division before you can win the Super Bowl. You but win, you know, I mean, so, you don't have to. But yeah. that's how teams look at this. And they're not even ready. They're not even close to being competitive right now. They're not even close to being competitive with anybody. With anybody. So <laughs> they just need to just tear it down, rebuild. They might have something in Drew Lock. We won't know because he's on IR. But you need to start considering going forward that this team is all the old. I think anyone outside of Von Miller is probably safe, and Von's only safe just because of what he's done for the organization. If Von wanted to be moved, I know they would move him probably. But as far as if he's like, hey, I don't want to go anywhere. They maybe should move him they, just they, to get some more picks. Maybe they should. They should. A Khalil Mack situation. They might go full Dolphins, but if Von doesn't want to move, that's the only guy I see them staying okay. You can stay, Yeah, basically, respect type thing. But Denver just, I mean, back-to-back weeks, the end of those games have looked very similar. Roughing the passer penalties against mm-hmm. uh, Mitch Trubisky and then against Minshew. The, the one against Trubisky was a little – that one, that was a bad call. Yeah. One against Minshew was a little little better. But then they drive down, kick a field goal, you lose, a close game. Yeah. But they're finding ways to lose close games against not-so-great teams. Yeah. And that's a bad sign. Yeah. They're not, they're not out it's here – It's like that, that good teams find a way – you know, great yeah. teams find a way to win close games. Yeah, bad teams – I find guess a way to find lose. a way to lose. And they're finding a way to lose to teams bad teams. Bad teams. Yeah. So, yeah, Denver doesn't look good. Um, someone else – something else that didn't look good this week was Kansas City's ball security. We'll go ahead and uh, – We're going to get into – Oh, we're going to get into that, man. Those fumbles were just Yeah, so bad. what do we call this? Do we call this the peanut Tillman game? Yeah, or we do look- we call this the hook and ladder game? It's kind of a glass half empty, <laughs> glass half full kind of situation. I, oh, man, I don't know, dude. That was just watching that – I had never seen, and it wasn't just us. It was they were fumbling too. We had three. That third quarter two. was one of the strangest NFL quarters I've ever watched. It was like in Madden when you turn the sliders down, and yeah. then everyone's hit sticking. It wasn't even on hit sticks, but somehow the ball finds a way to pop out. That was nuts. Okay, so the I first, mean, we started with a bang. The the kick return, kick return. M- McCole Hardman just gets punched out, and he was looking. He had a head of steam. I was getting excited. Oh, he was quick, and yeah. there was a hole. I was like, yeah. oh, first return touchdown. Yeah, here we go. Bam, balls out. So then we go, we're just, we'll just go over this third quarter real quick. They drive down the Kenny Galladay touchdown, air quotes. Yeah, that ball was air quotes. moving the whole time. I, from the get-go, after I saw the first replay, I didn't think it was a catch. Yeah. Just Well, the commentators were like, yep, that's definitely a catch in and, my opinion. And, and in I was my like, head, it never looked like he really had it. Yeah, it was always like doing a circle. Yeah, just hand. a little. Mo- yeah. And the thing I was looking at, it's it's a different argument that people need to have. That is, to me, obviously not a catch. The argument you want to have is that should be a catch, is what I think. According to the NFL rules, that's never a catch, and it'll never be a catch. Yeah. The thing you can argue is the rule still is a little unclear. It needs to be shifted because per- he caught the ball. Right. It was moving. It never touched the ground. His feet were in. So. That is like a rule argument you can have. But if you're just looking yeah. at the way the rules are written now, it wasn't Yeah, catch. they look for that. It's almost like they look for a snapshot of feet down, two hands on the ball. It's not moving. If you get that little millisecond of it, that's a catch. Yeah. But other than that, you know, this yeah. one, it was like kind of moving and, exactly. and just moving around. and It was weird. I think they got the call right. I think they did too. And then Stafford rolls out on, a, on the next player to play after, and then he fumbles, and then we get it. He didn't – we didn't. He dropped it really. He, he did, had yeah. Pressure on him, and he just it just slipped out of his hands. He kind of went for like, oh, I need to tuck this ball, and it just kind of hit off his thigh, yeah. and out it comes. It was strange, and so then they we get the ball back. Nice play to Sammy. the The defender waited. So Sammy catches the ball on his knees on the ground. Yeah. 
the defender's standing over him, like, okay, is he going to get up? And then he waits for Sammy to get off his knees and just straight Superman punches yeah, the ball Yeah, like, out. He, he's like, he's got his fist just cocked and locked and ready to rock. Looking like he's going to yeah. fight Sammy And Watkins. Sammy, like, looks up like, oh, he's not going to come touch me, so he's going to get back up. And then, and then, boom. Ball out. So then the Lions drive it all the way down to their goal line, try to punch it in with carry-on. I thought he, for, I was high emotions on that play. I thought he got in. Saw that he was marked short, like the ref, the way the ref was standing. So yeah. Like, okay, marked short. Then I see Bashad Breeland running the other way. The announcers were confused. There was no whistle. Everyone was confused. And it'll it'll be one of those clips. I went and watched I every after every Sunday. I go back and I watch the the fifteen minute NFL dot com version of yeah. the highlights because oh, I'm yeah. addicted and I can't get oh, enough. Yeah. And it's one of those touchdowns that it'll. It's so strange because the entire place is just quiet. No one's doing anything. Yeah. Kenny Galladay could have tackled Breland. He, like, flinched at he him. He did a little two-hand touch on him. And then he just let go, like, ah, he was down. And then Breland just takes off sprinting. Uh, interesting note about that, this is the same exact officiating crew that called the play a couple weeks ago with Rams Saints dead. The one that was a fumble, they yeah. called it dead. And they even mentioned that in the broadcast. In the broadcast. And so they were instructed to let plays like that play out. Honestly, they got the call right. Like, he did, did fumble. Yeah. He wasn't down, and Breland was never touched. It was just so strange because of the crowd. There was no noise, no celebration. Yeah. And that pretty much topped off that last little crazy quarter. We get into the game. We can talk about a lot of different things here. We can talk about, did we look bad against the Lions, worse than we expected, or we can talk about how they found a way to win. It's the same narrative you can take it it's two It's definitely, ways. like I said earlier, it's that half half empty, empty half, half full, full. kind of, yeah. I like to look at it. I, I've, you know, I read everything like obviously you do yeah. too, because we're both just addicted. Yeah, that's that's an endearing word for it. Uh, I saw a lot of stuff like, the Chiefs kind of showed that they don't need Patrick Mahomes to throw for seven touchdowns to yeah win the game see okay so i do want to get into that portion of it because we just covered that we read everything and so we're also very active on social media and i was seeing you know the narrative of patrick mahomes getting shut down or having a bad game or yeah and i i I made the point to somebody that okay so all those touchdowns we ran in if he would have thrown them would it have changed the final score at all no, right. it would right. it's still been thirty four to thirty. He led those drives. Right. It just some it just didn't work out that he got goal line yeah. touchdowns. It, it so he was good still. He was he mo- was so good. He was money yeah. in the fourth, which is awesome. And that's something that's, we need to start talking yeah. about. We talk about clutch factor with quarterbacks, and it's just it's just apparent that it's there for him. And I even that that video that's been circling around where he's like, I believe that if we do what we, we do, do, you know, believe in ourselves, do our game. I'm like. Everyone, I, everyone thinks that's such a corny video, but as a Chiefs fan, I just want to run through a wall. Oh, yeah, me too. Because he backs it up with his play, and it's starting to become a precedent for that's him. That's going to become like my new alarm clock when I wake <laughs> up. Like, I just hear his voice. Just do what we do, and I'm then you're like, awake. I do want to go I to work. I do want to go to work today. <laughs> no, so, so okay, so we can look back last year. Denver, Monday night, down. Patrick Mahomes does the left hand. He does the cross bodies. Then we go against the Ravens, the no looks, the fourth and nines to keep the game alive. The AFC Championship game with like 40 seconds on the clock, he gets us in field goal range. And now he does, he is starting, it, people need to start talking about the clutchness. We talk about Brady and his two-minute drives. Obviously, he can't be putting that Yeah, and, and then Rodgers and Rogers, is obviously like one of the best at that. Right now, when the lights are brightest, Patrick just shuts down emotionally as far as 
like cool, like yeah. calm. It's it did nothing. Well, in that fourth and eight, he's not a runner. He never looks to run. He, no, he doesn't. But he knows. He says, "All right, defense. They're a man. They got their back to me. I need eight yards." Yeah. And he gets he gets that plus. He's just so smart and so freaking good. In the last drive, he accounted for seventy one of seventy nine yards. Come on, he's that's, just. It's not bad. Yeah, he did it. We and then the hook and ladder that. Uh, Which is just. That, so cool. That quote from Kelsey after the game was that playing. He's like, ah, nothing's playing, but Patrick gets to improvise, so we start improvising. Yeah. And now it's like the Har- Harlem Globetrotters are out there just whistling, throwing oh, balls yeah. around. Which, oh man, that jacks me up as it a does. fan. It you does. know, like it's so fun. And then one one of these times they're gonna make a big mistake doing something like that. Yeah. But, we'll but take I'm still that. here for it. Yeah, me too. It'll it was like fun. that one time when Kelsey tried to throw that touchdown and. Or tried to throw the it ball. It got picked, picked off. off. Just so ugly. I was like, what? You have to take those because sometimes you get Don Terry Poe doing a jump pass at the goal Exactly. Line. So you, it's a give and take. Um, I do want to go ahead and we need to talk about this for a second. Both me and you predicted we were going to blow the Lions out. The Lions yeah. didn't have Darius Slay. Chiefs by 60 might have been a little bold. <laughs> they, looking back. Look, looking back, they didn't have Darius Slay. They didn't have Mike Daniels. This team should have been – blown out and i don't think that's a credit to us playing bad i think we just the lions are good i underestimated the Lions. i, I did too and bit. and i like matt stafford i think he's really under he's actually one of the guys I that throw publicly. that throw for that touchdown oh. in between the four guys that they're calling past the year quote unquote yeah the thing about a little that early for that but yeah awesome it, it throw is. it was and the, and the thing about that is that is what we saw from stafford years ago he he's he was the first Big arm, off platform like you know Mahomes is known for. Yeah, oh yeah. Stafford did those sidearms. That throws. The, yeah, the sidearm exactly. The yeah. Weird releases and it still came out like a rocket. When he's playing confidently, he is money. He's got a live arm. And some of those big throws he made down the seam were just like those money. Were big boy man throws. And I want to give the Lions a lot of credit for playing the way they did. Yeah. Uh, and I want to give Matt Patricia credit for his game plan. I want to, you know, just – that was really good. Because I think we always talk about, is the blueprint out on how to beat the Chiefs? Yes. It's out, but can you execute can you it? Execute? And, and the game, the blueprint is keep it close so they can run the ball. Keep running the ball. Yes. But the thing is, if we get up by 30, they can't run the ball. So there goes the blueprint. Exactly. Which is – Obviously, the Ravens wanted to run the ball so bad, but they just couldn't. That, that's something we do need to bring up. As uh, from a yards per carry standpoint, the Chiefs are second worst in NFL history. Yeah, through that, four games. That's insane. And we were sixth worst last year. Sixth so. worst last year. Are the, we getting worse? Okay. <laughs> here's what here's what I'm kind of starting to notice about the defense is that a lot of people are looking at uh, uh, at those kind of stats and those kind of things. I think the defense has improved in a key area. I think they're a better tackling defense, for sure. They look more sound when they tackle. I agree with that. And That's a look thing for me. It, it is. It's an eye test almost. Yeah. And there isn't, honestly, very many outside of like paying for PFF. There's not a lot of numbers you can find on tackling efficiency during the year. Yeah. But just eye test It's a analytics. They're, they're, they're tack- they are tackling better. Um, and then another thing is they're coming up with a few more big plays. Not interceptions or whatever, but that blitz by Tyron Matthew. Which – was awesome. Yeah, the, I, I had that written down. That's, I was going to bring yeah, it up. That's stuff you didn't see much of last year. Yeah. So they're adding big plays onto the defensive side. So instead of just being terrible, they're coming up with some key stops. And that's going to be important because we're not going to hold teams very much with the defense we have. But getting Mahomes an extra possession is probably going to be the difference. I mean, we scored a touchdown on defense. We did. Exactly. Big play. Can uh, you t- imagine if we can score touchdowns occasionally yes. on defense, which did we ever see last year? 
Yeah, it was the the Chris Jones interception Chris, with Blake that, Bortles. That was yeah. the only one I could and think then, of. Oh, there was, and then the Dan Sorensen on the Derek Carr. Oh, the miscue. The, the one big where Jared Cook Yeah, not around. even looking. But, yeah. And those weren't in big moments, though. Right. Those weren't, you know. I mean, if our defense is scoring, then. And then, like, when the Lions are getting ready to go, you know, punch one in and they force a turnover and then take it 100 yards that is a i mean it's play. a four point game it yes. ends up being a four point game that's a 14 point, point swing. swing huge yeah huge so they're starting to not just be there the stops and the plays they're making are directly helping the offense so oh the we're talking about defensive touchdowns we had that one last year against the rams too Oh yeah, yeah. And, the, and the that was that was the only big moment. Touchdown that was a big I moment. Think, one, I think yeah. I can think about yeah, but still, I mean, it's just there were two in the, this game alone. I'm starting to see some yeah, some those big, big plays, yeah. big plays where we really needed that third down stop. stop. And yeah, so and we th- got it. That's encouraging. We'll look forward to that going forward. Anything else you got on the Lions other than you know they were better than we thought? Is there Galladay's a good receiver? I yeah, love Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Is good. I think Matt Patricia needs to start getting a little more credit as a head coach. He's I was the one thing that I'm curious about, and I don't know if you know we talked about um, how their secondary was kind of banged up, and Mahomes was surprisingly bad on deeper throws. Oh yeah, and I wonder what was going on with that. Whether it was okay. So from what I saw, was it looked like the Lions made a conscious decision. You know how Earl Thomas said, we're going to stop those big plays? Yeah. The Lions made a conscious decision saying, we're not going to stop them. They're not going to get started. We're not going to cover them. We're going to make sure, from a personnel standpoint, you're not going to do it. The, the, the way their coverages were set up, that they're like, okay, you can throw this if you want. And in the past, Patrick might have even taken a few of those shots. I think he, as a mature player, was taking those underneath. He wasn't bailing pockets taking sacks when the pressure came and trying to get those big plays because he didn't need them he was seeing the field well and, and some of the throws got away from him on the deeper ones like that were there the the, the timing he looked a little was rattled which yeah, was weird the timing was weird but the lions made sure nothing completely over like the mccall hardman 70 yard bomb they said we're not letting that happen yeah you're gonna have to throw these to the corner you have to throw these down the seam for big plays yeah and then we were just missing on them so that was basically the Lions said, do what you do, and we're going to stop you from hitting them. Like and yeah. they, they were bumping the receivers at the line. They were set, unsetting the timing. They were getting a good pass rush. So that's yeah. basically what happened there. Okay. But it, it just it was, it was weird to see that we talked about Mahomes in a dome all week. Yeah. It, it, that was and everywhere. they're going to be flying. Oh, man, they're faster than ever. And then yeah. it was, it, I don't want to say that it, it did do this. Because that's it's just pure speculation. But what if playing on grass for your entire career as a team, and then you go to a new service? They were stumbling a lot yeah. out of their breaks. Well, they might have been too and fast. I can't. I wish I remember who it was. It was one of the NFL guys who's either on Fox or what ESPN, whatever. And they were talking about they didn't like to play indoors. indoors they just yeah. didn't like the feel of it. They didn't yes. like the feel of the turf. And we were, you know. So when it's not really yeah, when it's a football change player, so we can't big, really yeah when it's a change that big though you're on grass Mahomes so far his entire career and this offense with Mahomes has played on grass for the last year at least yeah. so they go to a dome it's just different and sometimes it can just throw you off hopefully that's not the case going forward but yeah it, they could have just thrown us off a little yep. bit um looking forward we got the Colts next week Prime so uh, let's uh let's get into a little Colts preview of what we think is gonna happen. 
coming week five to a stadium near you. It's Dirty Andy. Are you feeling lucky, punk? No, you're not, because he's retired. It's Brissette's team now, and he's not good enough. Starring My Little Ponies, Seven Hooks, One Ladder, Barbecue Smoke Brissette, and For the Love of God, No More Fumbles. Sunday Night Primetime, Dirty Andy, you're not ready. All right, so getting into the Colts game, uh, obviously there's some history here, some recent history. Playoff game last year in the snow game. Uh, we were both there. Such a good we at- were. great atmosphere, great game. I was game. a little cold by the end, but I was pretty I, pumped up. I was up. a little cold by the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I was too. I got a headband. <laughs> Did you get the Some guy offered me like 40 bucks for it before I even got back to my seat. You're like, nah. It's like, nah. nah. I got uh, it. I should have worn it going, while I was recording. <laughs> right now, the, from now yeah. on, if, when, we're, when we're recording, you've got to have the power headband on. I'll, right. I'll have it on. I'm not letting you start it. I'm pretty sure Patrick Mahomes actually wore it at some point. Pro- I don't know. Probably. That's unofficial. Legend has it. Legend has it. Whispers. I, I remember whispers. getting up for that game and walking outside, and I was so excited, Chiefs playoff game, and our car was just buried in snow. Oh, yeah. So it I, is snowed 20 inches. Oh, I took an hour with, with shovels and cookie sheets trying to dig my friend's car out, and then we just, like, powered through my apartment parking lot just in this little Chevy Cruze, and then it was just blizzard conditions all the way to Kansas City. I thought I was going to die every 10 minutes. Oh, me just too. Just wrecks everywhere. Because just like when you think the roads are, ah, oh, they're not that bad, you'd hit, like, this huge sheet of yes. ice, and you're just like, it was terrible. Going down, was, but I'm going down for my boys. I'm glad we planned. Le- we literally left five, six hours early. I think is when we started our journey, and it took. I think I think I left at ten. Yeah, it took me forever to get eleven. So it was it 10? was insane. This week though, weather so far should looks be like prime it's fine. And are we going to be there again? I will be. That is up in the air, but probably. Uh, I know for sure you are. I am. Uh, I'm like 50-50 right now because I got a couple games that I'm for sure going to. I'm really trying hard. I really want to go to the Green Bay game. That would be. Cool. I want to, see, and those tickets are so high, so I might have to sacrifice a game here or there to, to make that happen. But the, fit, right. the 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 tickets to the Colts game this Sunday are like iffy iffy. So I might be there. And if you're if you're there, you gotta there. you gotta get another headband. I'll for try. Me, it. So we I'll can try. both have headbands. As far as the actual matchup this time goes around, um, the Chiefs right now are surprise surprise number one in the league in passing offense. Jeez, um, how did that happen? How, yeah, well, that's weird. And then the Colts are 16th in pass defense. Or no, 13th in pass defense. So Respectable. So it's, they're not low. They're not top 10, but they're they're definitely top half. So that's that should be a decent little matchup. The Chiefs are 20th in rushing offense. We are – I don't know if – we haven't really been struggling to run the ball. No, I think it – I think Travis Kelsey has, like, jinxed us moving forward. I don't even know if he jinxed us. I think he just told the truth. I think he did, too, I think yeah. he just literally kind of just gave everyone a hint, hint, wink, wink. Like, when he said, "We're gonna." when you think we're passing, we're passing. When you think we're running, we're passing. We're pass. I think he's being honest. I think he's being 100% honest. The only game we struggled, really, to run it in was the Raider game, I think. Remembering. Just, like, they were clogging those run holes. But it didn't matter because we were throwing 100-yard bombs in the second quarter. But uh, I expect it to be more of the same. Uh, we're a home crowd, raucous arrowhead, and prime time. We both know how crazy it gets. Uh, yes. I don't expect that to be any different. 
we're probably going to come out sling the ball. We're probably going to try to take advantage of our passing game. And if we do run, Andy's picking his spots to run well, but I really don't see us trying to bang our head against the Colts' uh, rushing defense. I will I will say, though, they are 25th in the league in rushing defense, so they are susceptible to it. So we could try to establish so we, a run game. If, if we wanted to, this would be the game. As far as our rushing defense, we're 31st in the league, so not last. Hey. And we're not last in rushing defense. Sweet. We're just second to last. Um, we are right now in the season. We have a plus two turnover differential. The Colts are at an even zero. They're not positive or negative either way. Uh, looking at the, at the paper, should be a good matchup. What do you think about the game? Just like a key matchup or, or flaw or what's going to happen here? Um, so I actually wrote down a stat my second week in a row. But you got the, you got the stats, weird. man. I know. I'm not a stat guy. analytics guy. Um. Brissett has actually not been getting hit that often. He's actually been getting hit less than Mahomes, who's actually in the top 10. Uh, but he's only been getting hit on 19.4% of dropbacks. So, I think something to watch is if our pass rush starts getting home, which it was getting home last week, which was fun. It was. It Chris was. Jones was Chris a Jones. maniac. Oh, we didn't talk about this, and just real quick, we'll hit it. But Chris Jones looks so freaking dominant. So good. Oh my! That that one play where he just destroyed the interior defensive lineman for Detroit, and he, he had to hold him, but it was never even close. You just yeah. saw explosion off the line. Oh, yeah. So it, you can be as. Good. I think we can expect another good game. I think we well, expect a good year, maybe. Yeah, we're I mean, already seeing a good year. But I, that Quentin Nelson matchup, though, that's, that's something be I'm excited for. That's that's going to be one of those games within the games we're going to be watching. If if Chris and uh, Quentin ever get head to head, yeah, and how that's going to work. That's going to be fun to watch because those are two just monsters mm-hmm. as far as men go. The Colts are dealing with some injury issues though, so T.Y. Hilton might not play. Yep. He's not officially ruled he didn't out. play last week. He didn't play last week. Marlon Mack was banged up. He might not play. We won't know until later in the week with injury reports. But second straight week, the Chiefs are kind of facing an injured opponent, and that uh, we thought it was going to be a huge. Advantage for us last week, it didn't end up working out that way because it was a tight game. Do you think that's going to play a factor this week? If if let's just say if those guys don't play because we don't know yet, I think T. Y. Hilton will play a much less uh, role than Marlon Mack. If Marlon Mack doesn't play, I think that's a lot more important for us. Okay. Seeing as though we're thirty first in run defense. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go opposite of you. I, I I disagree. I think that if T.Y. is the more important piece just because when you play the Chiefs, you can throw all these kind of like stats out the window because you got to look at context. We're 31st in, the, in run defense, which is terrible. Right. But are they going to be able to take advantage of that if we go up? And most teams haven't been able to do that. The Ravens wanted to run the football. The Jags, to a degree, wanted to run the football. Yeah. And the Lions definitely wanted to run the football. The Lions had success and were the closest to beating us. But so far, running the football is just not going to do it when you're down – or have to keep up with this offense. Yeah, and you're right because Jacoby Brissett does not have the arm that Matt Stafford has. Yes. So and and we in the little preview the when we poke a little fun at Brissett, you're not good enough in our little trailer. Jacoby, to his credit, actually has this this team. He's thrown a lot of touchdowns. He's yeah. he's every game this year he's had multi multi touchdowns. The yards themselves really aren't there, but he's only thrown two picks and he's got nine touchdowns on the year or ten. One, it's it's up there. He's multi every game, and so he's getting it done when he needs to get it done. Yeah, I like Jacoby Brissett. I do too, man. I, I he's a very. It was between him and Teddy Bridgewater as the best backups in the league, and now we get to watch them both play because of yeah. injuries. Yeah, and so. Chasey D. Oh, Chase Daniel, our boy. I love Chase Daniel. Me too, but, man. Do you think he just real quick? You think he wants to be in? 
I wouldn't if I, I was think him. So. I think he's like, oh, who we he's got getting third paid the same coach? either way. Yeah, he's like, eh. he's the Alex Moran of the NFL. Yeah, he is. He's he's just thirty four million dollars on four career starts, and he's loving every second of it. <sighs> you know he is. He's like, I gotta go play. Mitch, hope you get well. He's sending him get well soon cards. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning text. Like, how you feeling today, Mitch? How's he's, the he's, shoulder? He's doing his physical therapy <laughs> single-handedly. Like, don't worry, guys. I got this. He's massaging I'll Mitch. take care of him. He, he walks into the training room. He's like, I got you, Mitch. And he's just giving him, when you think you're going to be ready next week? <laughs> but you're still not feeling great. I, I think you could. I think we could do something. A little Mizzou love there. I hope Chase plays well. Um, the Colts, though, Brissett, he's not a backup anymore. And he's not in the situation of – Oh, our starter's coming back. Like, Mason Rudolph, Big Ben's coming back next year. Drew Brees, uh, he'll be back in, like, what, six six to seven weeks now. Jacoby is in the rare backup going to starter, like, before the season started. He got an extension from the team. Going forward, he's the guy. And so, we don't have to worry about facing a new offense or doing anything different because he's not a backup anymore. He's just a full-fledged starter. So, we have to treat him like a starter as far as preparation goes. And there are some limitations to his game. He's not very mobile. He's a big body. He got a big he's arm, a big but body. not like a huge arm. It's not a rocket. Yeah. He's he's decently accurate, but he's been known to make some mistakes. It'll be it'll be a good test, but not like what we all circled at the beginning of the year when we thought we were playing Andrew Luck. Yeah, Andrew Luck. Yeah, obviously one of the better QBs. Yes. Yeah. So when we f- we first saw seen. this game on the schedule, me and you both were thought, oh, this could be a potential loss. Like we circled it as first maybe loss. I'm pretty sure you said they were going to lose. I did have us losing uh, this game originally. I said coming off. Four, we'd be 4-0. and I know we're playing at Arrowhead, but you have to lose a game every now and then in the National Football League. I had the Colts game circled. I really thought that it was going to be a, a problem. Now I'm not feeling that so much. Yeah, I think we'll handle business at home. All right, so offensively for the Chiefs, other than Mahomes, who do you think is going to have a big game? I think Sammy might be due again. Again? I don't know. He hasn't really done much. I feel like it's every week now that we're expecting him to have that monster like yeah. he did against Jacksonville, and it just hasn't happened. But um, I think Kelsey again. I mean, Kelsey's just so good. He's so good in everything. It's He has turned into, like, he has a big personality. But on the field this year, he's almost been quiet as far as just when he makes a play, man. Remember when he used to make a big play? Oh, yeah. Just get up, just flex and scream. Yeah. And he, you get some of that still, and you still see some of it on well, the He was sideline. pumped up after that hook and ladder. Oh, he was, but it's just. I think it, everyone was. For up. him, it just looks like business as usual when he's catching 12, 15-yard passes. Yeah. To the point to where some people are saying, like, yo, is Travis having a down year? He's on pace for 1,500 yards. He just, he's not having those big look-at-me plays. He's yeah. Just, Mahomes is looking at him. Oh, you're open. No one can cover you. Fifteen. There is something the like we've seen this year a couple t- like that flag route, that little deep where he just hits him over the shoulder and perfect stride. Perfect stride. I swear we've seen that now five or six yeah. times this year, and it's just we're, the most beautiful thing. We're talking. You usually talk about chemistry with receivers and quarterbacks. As far as chemistry goes, there's no better chemistry connection right now than Travis and, and Mahomes. Oh, yeah. They just, they're mind-linked melded right now. Yeah. Whenever Mahomes needs a play, you know where he's going. And like they're even on the hook and ladder play, which we keep talking about, but it was such an it's awesome such play, an awesome so play. I'm just going to keep talking about it. Like, he came back for the ball, found a little open space, yeah. you know, snagged it, and then had the, and then later in that last drive... Right there toward the end of the game. Oh, yeah. He just kind of found a little open little spot. open spot. He's not doing a lot of those big yak plays that we're used to seeing from him. Those little side hurdles he yeah. was doing. He's just, he's getting open and he's catching the ball and, and he's so reliable. Yeah. And it's getting kind of boring as far as Travis Kelsey's concerned, but it's also so effective right now. 
So I, I think Shady's going to have a big game too. Yeah, That's another Shady and circled Travis. name. Um, I'm looking here at a couple guys that maybe get more involved. We saw Dion Yelder get two big catches right off the bat. Yeah. Maybe he works in a little more. Um, McCole Hardman, he had a couple big games and he cooled down this week. Could be another week for him to get his. Right now with Tyreek out, it's it's kind of just throwing a dart at a receiver and asking who's going to get the big play. Yeah. Because all, any, any three of them could do. Right. So, so from an offensive standpoint, it's easy for us to predict who's going to play well because when Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback, everyone's probably going to play well. Yeah. Straight up. So we'll probably both be right. I'm going to go ahead and say McCole Hartman's going to have a big game. And you're going to go with Travis? I'm going to go with Sammy. Sammy? I said Sammy. Oh, Lizard yeah, you said King. Sammy. Okay, so Long yeah. live the Lizard King. So, Sammy, McCole, and Travis will probably have a touchdown this week. And, and Shady. And Shady, and we're all looking. Everyone's having good we're, we're gonna, Everyone's yeah, having good Everyone off is having good, good, good week. Chiefs G- by 60. Chiefs, I'm back. Chiefs by 60. I'm back. Welcome back, Brett, to the prediction part. Chiefs, it's prime time at home. Chiefs by 70. Uh, that might be a little too much. I don't know. Chiefs by 65. Chiefs by 65. Let's meet in the middle. Defensively, who do you got? Who do you think is going to be – Either have a big game or a key matchup you're just I'm going to say this until he finally has a big game, but I'm going to go Honey Badger because I love the Honey Badger. This is a big week for the Honey Badger because if T.Y. doesn't play, the next best receiving threat for the Colts might just be Eric Ebron. Yeah. And so if the Honey Badger has a big game, defense might have a big game. Yeah. I'm just – he had a a couple good plays. We already talked about the sack. That was awesome. That's like classic Honey Badger. Oh, yeah. Like he was lined up on the line of scrimmage pretty much like kind of like a linebacker but he was oh, on the line of and scrimmage and he timed the blitz so yeah. well it was and then perfect just, poof, exploded through yeah that, that was vintage um, i want to see a pick i want to see like a pick six I like do a too. good one or just like an insane pick like he yeah. just his recognition on a route he just yeah. jumps and comes peels fly, off flying out of nowhere yeah. just honey badgers one um i'm gonna go with a guy who needs to start getting a little more love in the kingdom i'm brashad breeland man He's been having a good year. Quite, I mean, he had the yeah. touchdown for us. He is the highest-graded tackling corner in the league right now. He is playing really well, kind of under the radar, because everyone's still on the narrative of our bad defense. So if he can be kind of a nuisance if T.Y. Hilton is out, and if T.Y. Hilton's in, I think he's going to be the guy that's probably going to have the better game on him. And yeah. Maybe Kendall Fuller just because T.Y. can play in the slot, but... And if their offensive line lives up to what apparently the numbers are saying, yeah. then the secondary is going to have to have a big game. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Because they're probably going to be playing from behind. I like I like Tyron. I like uh, Breland. Thornhill, he could have a game here. Dirty, he's been very quiet. He's been quiet. Dirty Dan's been getting his nose in some, some tackles. He's also been quiet, though. He's been you don't qu- really hear. The only time you see him is like on the two-point conversion. You're like, oh, Dan Swartzen got the tackle. Good job, Dan. Like He's out yeah. there once or twice a game. He makes a tackle, goes, sits on the sideline. Oh, a little quick note here. I was watching the Steelers game last night. Yeah. And I saw Steven Nelson get a P.I. I was like, oh, where have we seen that before? No cap. Best team he's ever been on. Got to win. Did you see that in the offseason? Yeah. When he said that in that interview, he oh, said, yeah. no cap, best team I've ever been on. And for everyone listening, no cap means, you know, just truthfully, yeah, best team I've ever been on. How does he say that, like, without cracking up laughing? I don't know. That team is... That was a terrible game last night for anyone who didn't watch. You missed absolutely nothing. I was not going to watch the game. I, I, I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going to – I don't like – right now I don't like Booger on the commenting team. Me neither. And I just – I wish he was back on the mobile. The, the Booger mobile going around the yeah. circle. So I don't like listening to it. The matchup looked terrible. And I said out loud in my apartment, I'm not going to watch this game tonight. And my roommate looked at me and said, remember in June when you have withdrawals 
and you're begging for football. It's funny that you said that because that's the only reason I watched it. I watched it. the entire game. I watched every snap of that game when he said that. And I remember the sadness I have when it's almost OTA time and I'm begging for NFL news. Just for something. And I watched the entire and game. And you watch the Hall of Fame game and you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah. That you, was terrible. You never loved the preseason, but you watch every bit of it. I watched every bit of last night's game. It was terrible. And I'm going to keep watching every terrible matchup on Monday night. It's just how it's going to happen because I love football. But it was a bad game, and Steven Nelson does not look good. No. And nope, he doesn't. I know that's a little side tangent because we're talking. That's a side tangent. But, but he's an old friend. Yeah, g- goodbye, friend. Stephen. Goodbye, yeah. Stephen. Prediction on this game, what do you got? Prediction, uh, score-wise, this is going to be tough. Man, I really, for the second straight week, I want to go blowout. I do too, but I'm kind of a little gun-shy the, now. The reason that last week we, we predicted blowout, but we didn't take into the fact that we're on the road and that it, it was a good team. And I don't think the Colts are a bad team, but Oakland just scored 31 on them. Yeah. This is prime time. I'm thinking, remember last year when the Bengals came in at 4-0 and they they build that as like a big game? Because and they then we just good. demolished them. And we them. demolished them. I don't think it's going to be up to that because the Colts are, are, are talented. I think it's going to be more of a blowout where we get away from it late. Close in the first quarter, maybe even losing in the first quarter because that seems to be our thing now. Yeah, I don't know why we don't score points in the first first quarter. And we allow a lot of points in the first. We used to score a ton of points in the first quarter. We were the best, like, off getting our first drive and scripted scoring, yeah. and now just we haven't done it. So maybe, maybe we, we'll catch our legs this week. Maybe or maybe we start slow. Maybe it's a f- close halftime. Maybe we're up by three or something like that. But I think late this is a game where it's a, a blowout, quote unquote. Just from I think it's a two possession game at the end. So I'm gonna go Chiefs keeping the streak alive of 26 plus points. I'm gonna go Chiefs 30, Colts 21. 30, 21. I'm not gonna go blowout. I'm gonna go by nine, two possessions. Huh. What do you think? What do you got? Okay. Um. I agree, 26. They don't have any trouble hitting 26. Okay. I think they hit 40. Okay. I think we're back in the 40 column. And what do they get? You going to blow out? You going to do big no, boy prediction? I, I think. Mm, you want to. I see it on your face. I know. I I want to say seven, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm going to say 24. 40, 24. So you wanted to say seven, and you just spotted them 17. I spotted them 17. 17 points. I spotted them 17. 40 to 24, so a lot like that Jags and, and the Ravens yeah, game. Yeah, okay. 40, 24. Okay, I like that. But I, I think it's like you said. They keep it close. I think going into half, maybe we're leading by three. Maybe we're leading by seven. Maybe we're tied. Tied, something like that. And then we open the third quarter, just boom. Boom, boom. Maybe get a big turnover. Boom, score okay, again, so this, and then that's it. Basically, that's if, it. if that's you listen to us, this is what's going to happen. We're going to start slow in the first quarter. Boom. Boom. Second quarter, we're going to hit a big play by Shady McCoy. And, yes. And Sammy Watkins. We score three times in, three in the times. second quarter. Halftime. It's close, though, because our defense lets up some points. Right. Coming out, my guy, McCole Hardman. Boom. Touchdown. Brett's guy, Tyron Matthew, pick six. Brashad Breeland, a big stop on third down. We score again. Game's out of hand. Game's out of hand. We win. Bam. That's how Bam. it's going to go. Don't even watch the game. We just did it for you. You don't even Congrats. Need to. You know what's going to happen. Congrats. Congrats. All right. So, what did you have? You had 30 to 20. I had 30 to 21. Yeah. And you, had, and you had 40? 40 to 24. All right. So. 40 24. Yeah. That's what I had. Okay. Three, you three make, tuds and a. I think, and I think we need to start putting something on these. Yeah, we do. We do. We'll think of, we'll think of something we'll think next of something, week. Yeah. And then from now on, we'll, we'll, whoever gets closer will win the bet. So I Maybe we'll do like a barbecue dinner, something Ooh, very KC. Loser hosts the next game. Ooh. Or we can just do a – oh, I have one. You want? I have a big one. Okay. From now on, starting this week, we'll keep track of these. 
Okay. Winner at the end of the year has to buy the other's playoff ticket. Ooh. Mm. That is big, but I love it. I love it. I'm all, all in. Handshake. Chiefs by 60. <laughs> Chiefs by 60. All right. So officially 30 to 21, me, 42. 24 Brett. Yeah. Uh, how do you want to decide who wins? Is who's closer in the total combined score or? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. A little spread. A little spread. We'll do a little yeah. spread action. We'll make it like a betting spread. But my, my like, might happen score, 24 to 84. <laughs> Chiefs by 60. Chiefs by 60. So. If, if, if. If pa- everything goes right. If Patrick plays well and Tyreek Hill comes back. And if he, they bring the pyrotechnics back. Pyro comes back. Jamal Charles hits a time machine and suits up. I, uh, yeah. Andy comes back out for the kick punt pass the, the, um, and does all three pump, of those. The pump pass kick. that They play that video at least once a year. It's oh, my yeah. favorite and video. And I love it. I love it. Because he is seven feet taller than all those <laughs> all other those kids. Are, those children. And he, this is a giant man. And he wins by a mile. Oh, oh, another thing. We can bring up Andy Reid. Did you hear what he said after the win last week? Mozart. Not every one of Mozart's paintings was perfect, but they I loved still it because he was so excited he, in then, that video. In his press conference, he said, "Man, I just got excited, and I thought Mozart was an artist." I love it. And the funny thing was, all the guys were like, "Yeah, yeah, he was an artist." Yeah, not all of Mozart's paintings were good. You're right, Coach. Mozart had some crappy paintings. I was jacked up though too. Not all Da Vinci songs were good either, Brett. That's I just want to throw that out there. That's true. Oh, man. I love his energy, though. He was Me all too. smiles. He was oh, all I love smiles. Coach Reed. You hear the new uh, nickname for Daryl Williams? Nope. Mr. Consistent. Okay. What a what a backhanded compliment of a nickname. Yeah. That's right? like uh, that's like Kevin Durant when they wanted they wanted him to be the, the Slim Reaper. And the he's s- like, no, no. I want to be the servant. Yeah, the servant. Because I serve my teammates. It's like, uh, oh, wow. What a guy. Speaking of servant. Terrible nickname. That Mahomes speech. We talked about it a little yeah. bit earlier. If you weren't a fan of the Chiefs, would it be lame? Maybe. I would be so lame. Yeah. I was watching it. I'm like, this sounds like I'm watching uh, a sitcom TV show with a star quarterback yeah. on ABC Families getting ready to lead his men into battle. Yeah. Kind of felt like a – yeah. It's, it's what it felt like. It was very – it was like watching uh, Dom Toretto from The Fast and Furious go on a family tangent. We have what we need. We're a family. That'll overcome <laughs> everything. Like it was it was lame, but I loved I it. I loved it. And they loved it. Spread on this game, Chiefs ten and a half. Is that the that's the spread? Yeah. That is not the spread. Yep. You look ten and a half. Ten and a half? We're ten and a half point favorites. Oh wow. I did not I didn't see that. I thought it would be awake because I was surprised the Lions was six and a half, and this is ten and a half. I guess home. But we're not a betting podcast. Yeah, oh no. Don't ever. Yeah, if we ever. But talk if about- I was to bet on the Chiefs, <laughs> I would lose because every time I supposedly bet on the Chiefs, I lose. Yeah, don't bet on. Don't bet on teams you like. That's kind of the. It, That's true. We're not a betting podcast. Don't take our advice if we ever say about bets. But I never bet on the team I like because you always bet with your heart on that one. And it's like betting on your son to win a race against another kid's son. You know, it's a pride thing. Obviously, you're going to pick your son, but that other kid might be super fast. Never do it. So, 10 and a half. Do you have him covering by 60? That's just, I had him not in yeah, mine. I, mean, I guess I guess win by 60, then. I guess in mine, in my nine gonna, and a half, I didn't have Or my nine. Anything else Colts, Chiefs related you got? Chiefs in general, news, notes. Maybe this is a revenge game for the Colts. Oh, revenge game. We didn't talk about Justin Houston. We cannot talk about oh, this game yeah. without talking about Justin Houston. You think he's a factor? No. No? No. I think he gets a big sack and an ovation. 
Okay. I do. Like a Taco Charleston thing? Kind of. I mean, I think the... the he kind of left a little more unceremoniously than Justin used he's to He's not going to get like a big... He's not going to smoke Mahomes and the crowd go crazy. But it's going to be one of those where he whips somebody. Maybe like a late game thing? Yeah, like he destroys Cam Irving on one play, and then he gets to Mahomes. It's not a hard hit, but he just kind of wraps Mahomes up. And then there's a quick cheer. Does he do the little his dance? And he does the little the Justin Houston, and there's like a, a half cheer from the crowd, yeah. and he gets a hat tip, basically. I do okay. think that happens. Or maybe he goes buku on us. Because he usually has his one or two games still a year left in the tank where he just goes nuts. And he's going to be super motivated to play in that crowd. He's gonna It's going to be the first time that he's playing the opposite end of the crowd. But he's still going to be familiar territory for him. And he might just go crazy. I hope not. I hope not too. But we do have – I mean, that's something we got to talk about. Oh, last thing, injuries. I think this is the first week we missed Tyreek Hill. Against yeah, the Lions? I think so, too. Going forward, he really needs to come back. Report came out. He might be two weeks away, so that's encouraging. Yep. Hopefully we get Fitcher back in the next, I think, three to four weeks. So we're not really hurting at running back right now with Daryl and with LaShawn. And yeah. So that, but Damian's pretty good. Damian is good, but I, we're missing the tackle more than yeah, anything. We I need so Mahomes too. to stay upright, and we need Tyreek Hill to take off. Like last week, the Lions were able to run that game plan because Tyreek wasn't in. Yeah. If Tyreek Hill's in there, you can't game plan that away. Right. Unless you're Bill Belichick and you have Stephon Gilmore and all those the McCourty twins, Patrick Chung, JC defenses. Everybody. Stupid. I hate it. So injuries, we'll, we'll look at that going forward. I think that's all we got, though. Next week, we're just going to be much of the same. We'll talk about what we thought from the previous game. We'll be pre- previewing. Uh, we have Houston, um, the Texans, so yes. that'll be a good one to talk about. Little interesting note: the Chiefs have four or five, I think, games of their next ones at yep, home. Yep. So that's going to be a good and stretch against teams under five hundred, except for the Packers. Except for the Packers, and which is notable because every team we've played so far has had a, a winning right. or five hundred record. So. so we might be on a little easy street here. So, and the Packers one's going to be big, but outside of that, hopefully we can improve to a pretty good record going into the end of the year. Um, we'll have another little preview for you. Um, any news from around Kansas City sports, like the KU uh, basketball team might be, some news might come out from that. We'll have the Caleb Love decision. But other than that, I think that's all we got for you this week. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, KC Kingdom is the website, KC Kingdom Podcast. You can find us there. You can find us, Spreaker, Apple, all that good stuff. And then on the KC Kingdom website, uh, every week we're going to be having a little article rundown for you for the pod, so you can find it there. Um, basically that's all we got and we will be back next week talking Chiefs football yes we will alright see you Brett see you